0: Welcome back. My name is Lynn Wilson. How is everyone doing? It's Christmas. Yes, I'm sure by the time you're hearing me talk about this particular podcast, you have had your Merry Christmas and we're headed into the new year. It's all good. It's the holiday season. We're still we're still living it. We're still loving it. We're still enjoying it. And if you didn't enjoy it, ooh, I'm really sorry. I listen. I am going through my first Christmas without my daddy my dad's in glory I yell at him once in a while I look up into the heavens and I have to let him have it like where are you why did you leave me I need advice but I know he's in glory so uh, what do I do you know what I gotta I gotta let it go and let him enjoy his eternal life that he has now started before me but I still miss him it's still the first season without him so there is that grief and that sadness that you know myself and my mom and my sisters are going through having lost my dad but i can still find joy in the season because i have joy in my life i really want to challenge you with that you know what holidays are tough they can be times of sadness and you get the holiday blues and you get you know down and i get it i'm there i have days i wake up and i'm just down sometimes i don't know why my my spirit my whole being is just sad and and um sometimes i just have to sit quiet and I'll, i ha- i have people say to me come on rise up and you know i, I get yeah I'll rise up above the surface sometimes you're just down but i i want to tell you don't stay down for long you know the bible says be still and know that i am god And those times where my spirit is down or I'm discouraged, I do sit quiet because probably what will come out of my mouth is not any encouragement to anyone around me, and I don't want to be a discouragement. So I've learned to just shut up and sit quiet. But during that time, in my mind, even if I'm typing at my computer, I am praying to the Lord, Lord, what's wrong? What's going on? Why am I feeling like this today? You know, sometimes it just could be a gray day outside. You got a headache. Maybe you didn't have your first cup of coffee. You know, all these things that, you know, you have the wrong shoes on. You don't like your clothes you're wearing. Your hair's not doing the right thing. You know, all these crazy things. But that can really like sort of get us in a weird mood. And just know that this too shall pass. But try the best you can to not allow yourself to sit in that. If you need to be still because you're down, be still and know that He is God. And ask the Lord to get you through this, get you over it. We're a human being. We will feel sadness. We will feel grief. We will have down days. We'll be discouraged. I don't care who you are, how close you are walking with the Lord. You're still going to have those days. That's normal. You're our human being otherwise we wouldn't hear David crying out in the psalms to the Lord to help him he struggled with things but he cried out to the Lord he went to the right person i shouldn't say person he went to the right source which is the Lord Jesus Christ so i'm going to throw that in there that really has nothing to do with what we're talking about today but God just kind of led me in that direction so what are we wrapping this series up with all things Christmas so we've talked about the tree we've talked about the wreath we've talked about the lights we talked about the three trees and do you even matter yes you do if you didn't catch that podcast from last week you got to go back and check that out so today I don't even have any scripture verses that I'm gonna read to you <gasps> what this is a Christian podcast yes We have covered scripture. We've read the Bible story, the Christmas story last week, and the week before we went over scripture. But we're going to talk about things of the Lord. So that's what we're going to focus on right now. So, first thing we're going to talk about is the Christmas ornament. What does that symbolize? Now, Christmas ornaments have been in history for a very long time. Go back into the 1600s where it seems that's where they started in Germany. And there's two stories that I could pretty much find in my research. One is they hung fruits on the tree, like apples and oranges. And that was to symbolize um, the forbidden fruit. So if you remember, we talked about, I think it was in the first series, the first podcast in the series on how the nativity, And they wanted to do a live nativity to make the people of the town realize that they need to get their focus back on what the reason of the season is. And everything that they did when they put the candles on the tree for the lights was to represent the light of the world. Everything was to bring their focus back on the Lord. So some feel that there were apples and oranges placed on the tree to remind them of the forbidden fruit and the story in the Bible and their focus back on what they should be doing and listening to the Lord and not to others. Also fruits and nuts were also hung on trees on the outside trees, not the ones that are in the home, until the leaves of the trees fell off and that symbolized the promise of spring is coming. New life, rebirth, heading toward Easter, the Easter story of new life. Ornaments changed from fruits and nuts and berries and things like that to objects and such as things like Um, a house or a home you know an ornament that looks like a house and that's to symbolize family shelter and protection ornaments like a bird was to reflect happiness and joy Um, if you had a heart that would represent the love in your home this I found interesting I don't know um, I don't know all the traditions and what things symbolize I'm learning and I'm enjoying learning this An acorn, it's the gift of life, and that symbolizes the birth of the Christ child. I didn't know that. I thought that was pretty interesting. So in the 1800s, the German immigrants, I have to read my notes, make sure I get this right for you, brought the tradition to America of hanging ornaments on the tree. So the early ornaments were made out of what family members had. You didn't go to the local, you know, uh, For those that are out there, I'll call it the Five and Dime store and, you know, Walmart and Kohl's and Target and all these places, you didn't have all this stuff. There were no stores, per se. You didn't buy Christmas ornaments. That wasn't even a thing to buy. So they hung what they had. They had cranberries they could string and popcorn they can string and fruits, apples and oranges, and the kids would eat those fruits from the tree And um, they would make cookies and, you know, the gingerbread men, they hang those on the tree and so on. So all of that stuff was hung up on there. And the Germans brought the idea of the ornaments to hang on the tree, and paper streamers they did, candles, and metal foil so they could get the reflection of the light behind the foil. So now we wear red and green at Christmas. Look at my my tree. Got the green tree with the red ornaments. Why? I yeah I never even thought about it. It's just the Christmas colors. We've changed that a little bit. Some people do blue and silver, and you even see purple Christmas trees, and you see pink Christmas trees. You know, and I have people say, "Oh, that's ridiculous." You know what? I'm not gonna argue. It, it's a tree. It's up for a couple of weeks. You wanna have a pink tree? You have a pink tree. I'm I'm not gonna sit here and have a you know a fit over something like that. And I'll tell you why at the end of this podcast. So why do we wear red and green? So green represents eternal life of Jesus Christ, or eternal life with Jesus Christ. And they use the evergreen, notice the word, evergreen tree, because it remains green throughout the long winter season. It's evergreen. It's always green. So it just represents that eternal life, the eternity with Jesus Christ. The red would represent the blood that was shed by Jesus Christ on the cross for both you and me. I'll hold that thought, I got a thought in my head but I, I don't wanna mess this up. Okay, the last thing we're gonna just chat about are candy canes. you probably heard the story a million times over but I'm gonna tell you anyway. There was a candy maker in Indiana who wanted to make a candy that would be the reminder of Jesus Christ So he made the candy cane now what he originally made was like a peppermint stick and that evolved into other things We eat candy canes we hang them on the tree You know we hear the stories you get the little go to a you know a a ladies luncheon at church Or you go to Sunday school and they're handing out the candy cane with the story, but maybe you've never heard it So the original concept was that the candy cane would be upside down so you would have a J for Jesus Then it was turned the other way and it's now a shepherd's hook So they've also talked to children about the shepherd were Tending their sheep at night and how the angels spoke to them It's another story another reminder of a story in the Bible about the ultimate Christmas story The white on the candy cane is to represent the purity of Christ the red is to represent the blood shed on the cross, and then there's three stripes of the red twirling on the candy cane, and that's to represent the Trinity. Pretty cool, huh? Now we've talked about the cutting down the tree, the death, the rising up, standing up your Christmas tree, the resurrection. We've talked about the nativity scene and why we have one is just to represent it, um, reminder it represents jesus being born we talked about the wreath it symbolizes never-ending eternal life we talked about the lights the christmas lights and god is the light of the world jesus is the light of the world and we want to remember that uh, we talked about the three stories uh, the three the stories of the three trees and do you matter and that was actually not a christmas story but it fit during the season we've talked about the candy canes now we've talked about the colors we've talked about christmas ornaments there are so many other great traditions that we do i never understood why we did them i just i guess i never learned but i like finding out why i do what i do i think it's interesting i i really like it it adds more depth to when i do things i think it's pretty cool it's that simple now some of these stories go round and round. There are stories about the Christmas tree that make it a negative. There are people that don't feel we should celebrate Christmas. Christians that feel that we shouldn't celebrate Christian uh, Christmas. There are people that are against doing live nativities. They feel that that's sacrilegious. Listen, you can argue all you want. You can disagree with all you want. You might not even agree with me enjoying as much as I do with the Christmas season. I don't really care, it doesn't really matter. What really matters is the reason for the season. Does it really matter who invented the candy cane and is it a J for Jesus or is it a shepherd's hook? Does not really matter? No. Does it really matter if you get an artificial tree or a real tree? No. Does it matter that you hang red ornaments on the tree or can you hang blue ornaments on the tree? No. But what matters is, when we do these things, does it remind us of the reason for the season? All things Christmas. What is Christmas? It's all about the birth of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's a reminder to celebrate the fact that He was born as a baby, grew up as a man, and died on the cross for both you and me. All these things, and from everything that I could find, It all stemmed in Germany. So, if you have German, uh, you know, in your blood here, and you, you come from a German background, you've got some pretty cool heritage and traditions that came from your country. There was a time there that really, really wanted to focus on things of the Lord. I am so thrilled that you could look back into a heritage, that really wanted to bring things back. And you look back, let's say the 1600s when they were doing these things, we scratch your head and going, was it really that bad? If they saw what we go through now, well, back in their time, it was bad. So they made changes. You know what? Stop right there. What did they do? They made a change. They saw that people were not worshiping the Lord. They saw that people were not looking at the purpose and the reason for the season. They created live nativities. They, they put up a tree and they had the red and green colors and we got candy canes out of it and all these things evolved from it because they wanted to bring the focus back to what Christmas is all about. Maybe we need to bring it back. Maybe we need to stop in our tracks and say, you know what, I'm doing it. I'm gonna be the one in my neighborhood. I'm gonna be the one in my family. I'm gonna be the one in my church. I'm gonna be the one in my community. I'm gonna change it right now. Maybe you can start a new tradition and and get it going. You know, somebody started by with one candy cane Candy Cane Stick and it evolved. Somebody came up with the idea of wearing red and green. Somebody came up with these ideas. There are more ideas out there and maybe you can be a trend setter of a new thing to just show the world that this season is all about Jesus Christ being born. And that we need a reminder all the time. We should not just be I talked about this, singing the Christmas carols, as we call them, or Christmas songs at Christmas. They're worshipful songs about our Savior. It's about His story. It's about His heritage. It's about the life that He lived. It's not just about Christmas. It's about a person named Jesus. I hope that this holiday season series has brought you some joy. Brought you just a little twist to some of the things that we do, the traditions that we do. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. I hope this holiday season that what I brought you, these small traditional stories, has maybe, you know, just gave you a smile for the day. I I really hope that they did. But most of all, I hope you realize what the reason for the season is. I want to thank you so much for spending this year with me and spending time with me. Every week you've been faithful coming by. I appreciate all of you who come and hear what God wants to tell you each week. I look forward to a fresh new year, a fresh new start. We've got some new series coming up. I hope you'll join me. If you want to connect with me, my email is in the description below. I also want to remind you we still have these books if you don't need one, but you know someone that could benefit from this book, it's a free book. When you feel like giving up, we're starting at a fresh new year, and you're going to have people feel like giving up in the new year, like, why bother? Maybe they need this book. Feel free to order more than one copy. I'd be glad to send it to you. Just connect with me. I'll pop it in the mail free of charge. We'll pay the postage. Thanks so much. We'll catch you all on the next podcast.